What up, y'all? This is Keith Cooper of the Blurge Podcast. Today is going to be a little bit different. Um, it's going to be like Keith Cooper slash Blurdish presents um, our friends, some of our collaborators, collabor- collaborators, <laughs> if you will. This is what happened when I don't have somebody to uh, help guide me. But some of our collaborators have done a Creed podcast. Um, me, Mark, we're going to do one in our homie um, camp, but some things have arisen in life and just technical difficulty here and there and time and events. Me and Mark, this is like as spring approach and summer, as y'all know, we start doing more events, cons. Um, Mark does the hip hop show. So we got kind of caught in the loop. I saw Creed the weekend it came out, me and my wonderful wife, we went and saw it. Um, so... You're going to hear the main review is going to come from our homie, Nerd Soul, Gift Abelu, one of our frequent co- collaborators, and Clement Bryant. They uh, did it. Oh, and <laughs> the one and only Jason Reeves. And like, they did a great review. Um, my friends killed it. So I was like, hey, you know what? I said, Mike, help your boy out. I said, y'all pretty much said the things that I wanted to say. I can't say it any better. I said, look, let me just go ahead and host this episode of what y'all did on the Blurge Podcast because I wanted to give this to our listeners and get our thoughts on it. So without further ado, I'm going to get to my thoughts real quick because I wanted to record this to give y'all my thoughts. So it's kind of a the shortest review I've ever done. I usually haven't done these solo reviews, but you never know. They might pop up more. Um, I'm going to get back to doing them on Twitch somewhat um, amongst the gaming and different stuff. Of course, follow us on Twitch. Blurtish, easy to find. Um, But this is my review. I wrote it when I got out, and this is what I wrote. I said, this is what you call a crowd pleaser. It is a well-done, stylish boxing movie that does not drag forever even with some of the parts that are predictable. Props to Michael B. Jordan on his directorial debut. Props to Majors. He's been a, being a hell of a character. And he's, of course, been acting his ass all the past couple of years. Um, to me, the biggest improvement in this series, if you will, is the most famous character from the series, No Goddamn Rocky. I appreciate, I know Rocky fell out or Sylvester Stallone fell out because they were fighting over the rights of the Rocky franchise. It's not necessarily if he just thought it was trash. Some people may not like it. I know there's a couple of people who may not like it. Shout out to you know some homies. <laughs> but most people, for the most part, like love this movie. Rocky just said you know he had to go. Maybe he felt like he was disrespected. He didn't get the rights. Uh, I think it's Ivan or something Winkler. Uh, some producer who owns the rights to Rocky, and he basically, him and Stallone, are not seeing eye to eye. So, I did see the initial interview when Stallone, he did give props to, like, Coogler. I think, well, he didn't really like Coogler too much, but he had nothing bad to say about Michael B. Jordan. You know, as much as a seven-year-old white man could do. <laughs> he was very respectful about it. Um, But, yeah, him... The business, the business ain't clear, as they say. 
with Stallone, so he had to exit the franchise that he's been a part of for almost 50 years. I know, business-wise, that sucks. Movie-wise, it makes it stand on its own to me. It makes Creed his own person, and I love it. Um, it, it works for me. Um, you know, spoilers. The reviews are spoilers. Having his mom be more of the dramatic focal point, you didn't get to see. We didn't have to waste time with Rocky's death. I mean, yeah, I guess if they could have done it, but then, you know, if I'm still alone, I'm like, don't mention my name at all. If I can't have any rights or whatever, I don't exist. Leave me the hell alone. So I guess that's what you do to avoid paying any money, <laughs> whatever, or give it the rights. But it still worked. The family, like, first of all, it's just beautiful as a black father to see a black family, to see the crux of the story deals with, you know, how he's adjusted to being a family man, a businessman. And of course, he got to go fight Dame and do the things that he needs to do. You know, shout out to Jonathan Majors. Just, oh man, he killed it as Dame. <clears throat> and I read that, you know, originally people thought this was going to be Clubber Lang Jr. I thought that would have been whack as shit, to be honest. You know, no knock to, to Sylvester Stallone. But it's time to just get, you know, Rocky should be dead by now anyway. Nobody, most boxers don't take that type of punching to the head. No blocking. Rocky ain't blocked a punch since I don't know when. And you just can't realistically live. So, you know, they talk about the anime choices that, you know, Michael B. Uh, pulled from. But Rocky might as well been a cartoon, too. You can't get punched that much and still be running around coming back in your 60s. <laughs> beating up younger fighters uh like how he did in rocky balboa or what was that rocky six which was a good it still was a good movie but it's like come on y'all it's just goddamn unbelievable so the it's addition by subtraction no rocky um you get to see what bianca is up to how she's dealing with her loss of hearing um, I think they covered it very well. Uh, just <clears throat> you get to know more of Adonis' backstory. You know what he was doing before he was adopted by Creed's wife. You know his who eventually became, you know, his mom. Regardless of which, you know, I don't even know if they ever knew his birth mom, but you know that was his mom. And Felicia Rashad, you know, props to her. She did a good job dealing with that and somebody as you become older in his life and you see where your parents are going and how they're not as strong as they used to be or if you lost a parent then you understand how that feels you know it's not the most fun time when you have to be a caretaker um, when you have to you know process it so very touching some people are like oh why did they had to do it I agree. <laughs> this is the second, you know, famous Bob or whatever that that Coogler <laughs> camp has killed off. I'm still mad about Angela Bassett dying in Black Panther, and uh, you know, I ain't too crazy about the Oscars. Shout out to Michelle Yo, yay, yo, have you said um, her name? Excuse me if I messed it up. And to the cast of you know 
everything all at once, or however you say. And shout out to the dudes, you know, in the Goonies. I, that's a good feel good story, you know. That's just a side, but you know, I don't know. Seeing people getting have to die all the time ain't always the most fun. But if but seeing <clears throat> Felicia Rashad's character Creed's mom, you know, it was uh, it gave it an emotional lift. And it's something I would I cared more about than caring about Rocky die. I honestly don't understand Rocky living this long. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. I feel like Rocky should have been dead almost after Rocky Five. You know, come on, it's just it's ridiculous. But did I love this movie? I loved it. Like I, you know, I cannot. It it washed away some bad taste in my mouth that Ant Man left. Y'all heard my pod. Y'all heard the last podcast. I was not a big fan of Ant Man, um, and I'm a big Marvel guy. I love Marvel movies, but Ant Man did not do it for me. You know, I'll tell you what I feel. You know, I just tell you what I feel. You know, I ain't gonna be like, oh, what's this and that better. I just go on what how I feel, and Ant Man just didn't do it for me. But this is gonna be the year of Jonathan Majors to see him. He's going to be all over Marvel. I hope it isn't overdone, but at the same time, his stuff outside of Marvel, he's killing it a thousand million times. I mean, he's killing Kang, too. But, you know, Dame, it's like I almost want a movie now with just, what's Dame going to do? Is Dame going to, now that he's getting his, maybe he got his mind right. Maybe that we now know that he can box, he can fight, he can you know, whoop up on a supposed heavyweight champion. Shout out to Felix and shout out to Felix's mom. It made no sense that Felix was a champion. That was the weakest champion I ever seen. You know, just he looked like he didn't look like a heavyweight. He wasn't tall enough to be one, in my opinion, either. So Felix was the was the weak link of the movie to me because it just was it was hilarious. Like you just knew Dame was going to mop him up. And rightfully so, I'm trying to be disrespectful. But I recommend it. I say go see it, <clears throat> go have fun. So, with further ado, I'm going to segue into the homies' review as they go way, 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 way more deeper into it. So, appreciate y'all. Um, sale coming up next, couple soon, very soon, the end of the month of March. One's coming up every, of course, every month. Um, we're going to have some other events coming up. We just did the Mississippi Anime Fest. You'll see that soon. Um, that'll be up on Nerd Souls channel when I, you know, he's going to edit the video. So the edit will be there. But you can see all the things that I did in Mississippi, in Jackson, uh, now on my socials. More so on the Facebook. IG was tripping. So to see everything in its uncut fullness you can go to the blurtish page or you can go to keith cooper um and you can see all the pictures all the photos all the wonderful people who came by the booth you know give them some love and now uh, you can see what they bought for me um and shout out to all the creators that i sell for you know my table really works and run by the wonderful people who entrust me with their products to get it out to the public you know i ain't saying i sell the most whatever but God damn it if I ain't trying to push them. So enjoy my friend's podcast. Check out the store, merch, 
podcast on www.blerd-ish.com. Peace. Nerd Soul. Late ill kid at one youngster holding it down, bringing that street geek and nerd soul. What is up, my people? Today, all year, movie reviews. We're talking about, that's right. You know it. The writer, the director, the producer, the, the star. I met. Look, look, we talking about the man of the hour, the, the dude with the star on the street. We talking about, that's right. Michael B. Jordan's Creed 3. That's right. But I, I know he don't say that on the movie, but it might as well say it. All right. It's yeah. his movie. All right. Now, I'm, I'm by myself. I got gifts. Say what's up, man. <laughs> what's really good with y'all, man? It's nice to be back in to talk. And, uh, yo, let's. I, I look forward to talking a little Creed 3 over here. That's right. And Jason of 133 Art, what's up? What's happening, yo? What's going on? All right, so I'm gonna I'm throw I'm gonna throw this out, and then I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna just let y'all you know going and chime in. I'm gonna say this made a brother made a brother cry a little bit at the end, yo. Made a made a brother cry a little bit at the end. I ain't gonna front a little baby tear was like you know it was, it was kind of bubbling up a little bit. You know my throat got tight. I'm gonna be honest. You know what I'm saying? I, look, I, I'm a sucker for those father stories. I, look, I ain't gonna front, man. Like. Brother, brother, I welled up a little something. You know, was was Yo. there some emotion in the house with you guys? Oh um, yes, absolutely. Um, I, I I didn't get my Will Smith tear, but um, <laughs> but I was I was uh, I was feeling good at the end. Like I was feeling like a a black daddy. You know what I'm saying? I was feeling like right. a black professional, a black entrepreneur. You know, a black boxer. <laughs> you know right. What I'm <laughs> I was feeling good at the end, man. I was feeling really good. I agree. Um, yeah, I was feeling really good. I, yeah, I mean, you know, it was, it was, it was nice. Uh, I, it, it, even though it got that, you know, trying to give me a uh, um, uh, pursuit of happiness at the end kind of feels connection. <laughs> um, you know, it, 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 it wasn't the part that hit me the hardest. You know, I, I, I didn't realize how much of a uh, some of these uh, these anime vibes were kicking in a little bit harder than I expected when it comes to the connections. The kids now with the Creed stuff, I'm I'm just feeling like everything's becoming generational at this point. So now uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with this one. But uh, the fields were were there, but not not as heavy I think as I think that I would have expected them to be. Okay, okay. So walking out of the theater, I was I was like, you know what? They did it. This is three solid movies. You know, none of them are whack. This is a this is a solid trilogy. Michael B. Jordan, you know what I'm saying? He coming through, he did it. You know what I'm saying? We all remember Wallace back in the day, and now he got a solid trilogy. You know what I'm saying? Shouts, uh, shouts to Ryan Coogler as well. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, right. so I'm like, we got a solid trilogy. And, and not only is this well shot, well directed, we got the anime influences and stuff. And as someone who loves boxing, like they put some of the illest sound design on all them hits. <laughs> I was like, is, was somebody like hitting like, I don't know, a side of beef with a bat or something? Like, right. how do you get these sounds? <laughs> you know, they said, they said, hey, look, man, you know, you guys might be practicing, on, uh, you might be pretending on film, but I'm practicing for real. I want these sounds to be legit. Straight punching ice, ice, ice steaks all night. <laughs> The best. That's the only way to train. Um, uh, 
<laughs> Bianca and Bianca and Donnie crib was laid, son. Right. Like I was like, man, let let me get let me get with that office. He made me want to redesign the garage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, they had the see through floors. They had they yeah. had the uh, they had the um, the, uh, the chef working at the in the kitchen and stuff. I, man, look, I was like, you'd have made it, bro, and in a good way where. You know, he's not one of those boxers that, you know, unfortunately, like some of our greats, you know, they they went a little too long. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. even Rocky, you know, it, you know, if you uh, I think movie, a little too long with Rocky is an understatement right there. Like, I mean, because the the uh, the you know, the mind or the, the, the mental issues he had and stuff, and you know, all the, the concussions he went through. So he's someone who like left the game. He mean and Creed like kind of left the game. He was on the top. He was looking good, feeling good, you know, uh, even setting it up where other boxers could come through and, you know, step their level up and all that. He was, you know, he was doing it to the nth degree, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I agree. And I well. Agree. Yeah. Like, I mean, he won't, it didn't seem like he had any, like, you know, bad blood with any of the people he was working with. I mean, of course, we're going to get into the movie later, but, you know, yeah. I mean, it seems like, you know, up, you know, upstanding businessman, nobody was getting jerked and stuff like that. Everything seemed good. So I was like, all right, okay. I see you. I was yeah. like, oh. it's like he <laughs> took every lesson from, like, from Rocky and right. from Apollo. Even from his, even from his moms, you know what I'm saying. Like he just mm -hmm. took those lessons and kind of forged them into like this, um, this sort of second act. And right. I thought that was a that was a really cool thing to explore um, uh, for Kuglin and, and and Michael B to explore in the movie, rather than you know it's always about the next fight. It's always about the next thing. But what's really what has really been cool with Creed for me is that even in the midst of like fighting these you know uh major opponents or whatever creed has always been about donnie battling what's inside you know like right. trying to make amends and, and and really get to the heart of what's bothering him or what's hindering him or whatever so i thought they did a really good job as well yeah they, yeah, they killed yeah. it on that they they did i i, I you know Whenever we initially had these Creed movies, they felt, you know, they, they definitely set up to be like parallels to the Rocky ones. Like, you know, you had your, you know, uh, your your Russian versus Russian Ukrainian. And, you know, you had your your own version of uh, Apollo Creed in the first one from the other side. Uh, but I, as much as I loved the introvert, the, in, uh, you know, looking inside. I do feel like to some extent they kind of undercut some of the the range of what he was as a business person because we basically only saw him as the sh the uh, owner of the boxing club and then talking as a promoter more so as a as a fight promoter as opposed to the event promoter but I didn't feel like it really set the tone hard to be like he's hard retired like we just got 2017 and then now he's watching another boxer. I feel like I, I do wish they had given us more of the one. He's the undisputed champion remaining, and the the actual um, impact that does in how he does his day to day business. 
Uh, and then mm, some okay. of the other businesses that his hand was in other than promoting because it felt like it was all in on promoting. So if this boxer didn't do well, well, it all falls apart. Um, though they implied he's doing well business-wide, I just, I didn't feel like he was doing more so that that dynamic of him returning back to the ring just felt heavier, you know? I wanted to see him with some more chicken joints and, you know, like... Not even chicken, look, the man can be go doing F NFT, you know, let him get his grill, all right? Can he get his grill? A grill? <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm saying? Man, look, a healthy get, man, all right? Get, get a grill, maybe his own line of, like, you know, jump ropes or something, or... That's what I'm saying, like, <laughs> yo, where's the face? Like, I need to see more. Like, we did see, see that one ad watch. that he had. Uh, it looked like they were going down Wilshire, but that one ad uh, where he was like actually on Calvin there. Klein or something. Yeah, that was actually up there for a while. Yeah, the one it was. Wow. Yeah, but they they it's not up there anymore. Zendaya's up there now. We just passed there the other day, actually. Nice. <laughs> now Zendaya, yeah. she like move over. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's a, whole, it's a whole building of black folk, though. I mean, you know, that's that's what I'm talking right. about. Um, and that's why I was thinking. I was like, I think that's Wilshire. Either there's a building like that on Wilshire, and then another one on Sunset, where it's like HBO be having the whole wall. Um, it's around. It, um, it's around MGM. I think that's Wilshire. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. So that. I will, I will give you that. Maybe another five, maybe ten minutes of showing like business stuff, but that might be something that just got cut for time because they were like, all right, cut. Cool, check it. He's successful. Don't ask no questions. There's right. a couple things that seem to have gotten cut for time um, or, or just kind of redone, too. Like in the trailer, when they're sitting in like what looks like the old, um, the old juvie he was in, Mm -hmm. And they like sitting in there, and the kids are cheering, or like all along the the walls and stuff. There's yeah, there's yeah. a part in the trailer with him, um, Bianca, and and um, and Amara sitting like at the at the the what you call them the cafeteria area, and they're like cheering or something. So I was like, what is what was that about? Like I I would yeah, like to oh. see that. And then in the trailer, when she tells him, well, you just have to fight him. But in the movie, she tells him. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Gotta and do I kind of, right. yeah. yeah, I feel like, dang, y'all should have kept the one from the trailer. <laughs> that was yeah. the one. Yeah, because it, the, I think, I, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was, was going to say, I, I'm probably sure they cut the, you, I guess you just have to fight them because of what happened with the school yeah. stuff at the beginning yeah. of the movie. So just like conflict. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I thought. She she wouldn't, I'm, I'm sure that I, the thought was she wouldn't say that. If she's, you know, telling the kid not to fight, blah blah. Right. blah. Yeah, they could have. So, they could have. They could have so, linked it. So, uh, with that said, since it seems like we're generally all kind of positive on this, I want to. I want to jump into the kid for a second. Um, okay. not only do well, I'll say this first: the kid did kind of throw me off because I was like, "Hold up, who who daddy is? Who who's her daddy?" <laughs> but <laughs> I, I was like, "I was like, hold up, who her daddy?" And I guess that also. <laughs> That also leads back to the Chris Rock joke that he just said a couple uh, a couple nights ago on Netflix. We'd be like, uh, "Who her daddy?" Cause I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't know Tessa was cast, but I mean, you know, I mean, I, but but nah, <laughs> on the real though, um, that kid, wow, like 
that kid was awesome got me all got me all wrapped up in like yo don't don't you mess with that girl don't, look, right. I, look <laughs> yo when that girl ripped that paper i was like oh, get her <laughs> right <laughs> well mike you know you got you, you be having them feelings boy when it comes to the kids <laughs> yo man with the kids look do not mess with the kids man <laughs> mike love the kids <laughs> <laughs> she she took that paper and then stared her down and ripped it. I was like, uh-uh, that girl gotta go. Right. And, they, and they're gonna call me. Where was the other parents? Y'all gonna call me like like she was come on now. Like who like there wasn't an antagonist that started this whole thing. Like Thank you. as if it's just one direction. All right, all right. Look, how many how many other people had she hit? None? Okay, thank you. So apparently right. this kid did something special. <laughs> well, the teacher says she was always fighting, though. But why is she always fighting? Is she always fighting because she just leaves? But she always fights. But why is she fighting? Do people keep messing with her? You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, I'm with you. I, I'm coach with you. jump you up to get wrong. beat down? You know what I'm saying? I see. I, that's what I say. If you jump up, you get beat down. I ain't tripping. I'm always <laughs> staying behind the kid on that one. But, um, <laughs> but, but. From the teach from the school's perspective, you can't just have a molly whopping kid. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. It's the she keeps winning part. I see you know what the issue was? It's she keeps winning. See, if she right. had just gotten punched in the face a couple times, they'd probably be like, ooh, <laughs> you know, worry. But they're like, nah, man, she's just beating everybody and it it's really just one sided unfairness. <laughs> but I, feel I, like, did, I feel I like did she's enjoy her character. Right? Knocking folks out is what it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I loved her character, even when she was like sneaking and watching the matches. It's, uh, she was just like so endearing, and I like a meet like they picked a good kid. I ain't going front. They yeah. Picked a good kid. Um, even her kind of like facial expressions when uh, um, when her mom was like no TV, like those kind of things, they came across like real genuine to me. Right. So, because <laughs> she Yo, was like, really no like TV. I really like that she was she was sneaking and watching the fights mm -hmm. and actually really learning from them. That's like those kid kids really do surprise you like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you tell them one thing and you try to espouse all these different values with inside of them. And some of them, some of the values, you know, you might be tripping on. And um, and even though her mom was like, don't fight. And her daddy was like, he was kind of, you know, being supportive and you know kind of you know trying to be a good parent like yeah don't fight whatever um <laughs> <laughs> but she was still like had had her own agency and kids do that like we, we sometimes we take for granted that kids are gonna have their own agency especially when they get to that age and i thought it was so true it felt true to me um you know because i got an eight-year-old and i could tell him whatever and his mom could tell him whatever but he still has his own agency to go and figure out what's right what's right for him and i think that's really cool that she was like and 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 it surprises you in the sense of you don't necessarily know outright all the time sometimes you do but sometimes you don't know that your kids are looking up to you in that way mm, and right. i thought it was beautiful that she looked up to her dad even though you know there was circumstances around fighting that she needed to still learn she was like man i you know she I, you, you felt that she really loved her dad 
at yeah. what he does and was really proud of him and and it looks like she wants to follow in his footsteps so she's sneaking watching the fight also really true to life don't let them fools have an ipad because they yeah. will sneak and watch stuff they're not supposed to watch <laughs> true <laughs> and that that i mean even i struggle like you know i have i have a five-year-old and i struggle with because you'll get that word that word why or that word where it's like but they're wrong and it's like okay you're right they are wrong but in this particular situation we need to let this ride you know what i'm saying we can't we can't fight every battle even though maybe we should but sometimes we just gotta let some you know what i'm saying it's just, it's weird because uh even i've seen my son stood up for something when i wasn't there um my son stood up for some kid pretty much shouting him down you know don't be mean to this kid you're being mean you should be ashamed of yourself doing all this, like on a soapbox <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like i was like well yeah that's right that's that's right you tell him <laughs> but just kind of like gauging where you know how far to take it when it comes to because of course kids are going to have their own agency and they're not going to have the experience of like say consequences or long-term ramifications or whatever they're just like hey look this girl ripped my paper and i don't play it right. and it's like well yeah she shouldn't have done that and maybe you should have killed it right then because if you don't kill it right then then what's the next step you know what is she going right. to do next because bullies don't stop bullies aren't like hey i stole your money i took your lunch money today okay i'm done you know take it easy you know no it only accelerates so i mean i guess there's that side too where it's like yeah you gotta you gotta knock her out let her know well, I, like, mm -hmm. I like i like uh tessa's quote though um yeah like she needs to know why she's fighting at the same yeah. time right like like that kind of goes into what you're saying like when to shut it down or when to like let it ride or when to like wait till the teacher not looking you know that all that <laughs> is is what we need to teach them so i thought like their discussion about you know uh fighting in general and then how it tied into donnie you know not necessarily being able to go into his feelings i guess immediately he always gets to a point where he can talk but it takes a while for right. him to like it, it's a it's a steady build with. yeah yeah i mean and that's that's for a lot of people actually like a lot of people have to figure out what it is first before you know they they can they can express it they have to find the words so i thought all that was really good stuff yo good, can good. we say can we can we put a real big shout out to the uh deaf community because the representation that they're getting lately between this um last of us um uh quiet place uh oh a hawkeye Hawkeye, exactly. Buku concert, yeah, though that's not technically the deaf community; it's translators. But still, like, it's like the era. Twenty twenty is looking representatively high, hopefully, comparatively <laughs> for the deaf community. Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, it it was awesome. Even even when he showed, uh, uh, even when he showed uh, Dame how to sign real quick when he came in and met his daughter and stuff. Yeah, like, that was dope. I, I thought that was cool. Right. Same. Same. I, I, even even grandma learned how to sign, which <laughs> yep. like I was like, that is dope. Yeah, yeah. So 
let's talk about let's talk about uh the i guess the sort of flashback slash storytelling and i love that they didn't do the flashback in the normal like years ago like they they just kind of like played it straight like this is just part of the movie it didn't seem like man see way back when this happened they didn't do that (laughs) and i was i was impressed man shouts to my boy from um uh what is it the football show uh was it uh dad okay it's on cw it's uh, oh all american oh, uh, uh all american, all american. Yeah. yeah shouts out to the dude from all american uh but even even in that role of them being you know kind of i guess what seemed to be maybe like 17ish 18ish yeah. and yeah. maybe 15ish something like that they're chemistry was great they really did seem yeah. like a kind of like older Big younger brother, brother, brother type pair yeah i agree also shout out to the movie for repping 2002 hip-hop you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. that, man with the dre and man starting <laughs> off with the dre was just epic to me like i was like yo when i heard that doom, 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 i'm yep. like wait like, here we go <laughs> Because it, it was also like shout out to LA, right? Like right. even like throughout the whole movie, like even at the end, he was like, "What's up, LA?" You know, like staring over my city. Like I thought that was really dope. I thought that was dope. Yeah, they they handled that extremely well. Even even with the just the their what seemed to be like kind of comfortability around each other, like you know, like razzing each other. You know, like you know, him trying to, uh, the, you know, um, Donnie trying to talk to the girls, him pulling them back, be like, "Man, we got time for that." You know, like just those small things that you kind of either you've done or you've seen, you know, in your circle of friends, where it's like this seems natural. This seems this doesn't seem like they're acting to make this happen. Right. Look, like it's just a hangout session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also adds to the gravitas of their struggle like their fight right because yeah realize with donnie this is a cat that that helped him grow up right like this is literally mm. his older brother and this right. and, and shout out to you know coogler and them for writing uh, i think keenan coogler and, and and another cat wrote the screenplay and ryan coogler wrote the story with mm-hmm. another cat and and shout out to them because the storytelling on that level is really fire because like Especially with Donnie trying to holler at the the, the little girls and and an old boy <laughs> pulling it back, like that is like that is his homie, right? Like that's his dude, and this is a guy that's showing him the ropes. Like he's bringing him into this world almost. And this, when we see Donnie in Creed One, this is a direct result of you know of him being with Dame. Which right. is just like awesome. Like I really thought that was really cool, and it felt like it didn't feel like this necessarily in part one versus part two, but having this be like almost the end cap of of all the movies, it's like peeling back layers of Donnie, which yeah. is just but in a in not in a, in a way, natural way, yeah, not in a way like we're trying to win an Academy Award because whatever. Right. But like in a way, a, a natural peeling back of this character, but he still feels like a black man. He still feels like a young dude trying to make it. He still feels like 
this young boxer with a legacy that he doesn't necessarily want people to know about in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought, man, some brilliant li- little concise writing going on there that just opens up the entire thing. Like, I thought that was really good. Yeah, this this movie, and this is no diss, but in a good way, does not have the baggage of Rocky. Yeah. Um. The, I mean, this, you can this tell, movie in a very good way does not have the. Well, this design. movie didn't miss Rocky at all, and I thought that nope. was also. So that's the part I wanted to say. Too. This was the first time that they finally actually. I, I feel like they disconnected from uh, the Rocky copy, so it's it's ironic because it's almost like what they we always had talked about with Star Wars. Them trying to do is like okay, the new ones. You get the first one's a copy, but then you start to find your way. This one mm-hmm. is actually doing that. Where before it always, like I said at the beginning, it always felt like there was a Rocky version of a clone. Even this one kind of built up like it was just going to be another Clubber Lang, and it yes. was yeah. nothing like that. Yeah, I think no, they, nothing. I think they did that for the trailer to get people kind of give something that was familiar to them. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. But then when you saw the movie, you were like, "Yo, hold up!" And no, I mean, we'll is... get to we'll get to Dame, you know, because we're talking about it now. But there's some things about Dame where I was like, "Okay, okay, y'all, y'all making movies, like y'all making y'all making some real movies." So, you know, we see in the past he goes, he's you know, he's like hanging with him. Donnie's hanging with him. You know, he's mm-hmm. even putting bets down on him. And you see that Dame at the time is kind of like this phenom already. He's like, you know, he the guy was hitting him and he was like looking at Donnie like, all right, watch, checkmate. It was like, dude's literally calling his shots at that time. And it kind of reminds me, I mean, not exactly, but it kind of reminds me when, and I know, you know, he boxed, he went a little bit too long, but it kind of reminds me of uh, Roy Jones when he was young. Man, when Roy Jones was young, that's speed. See, people don't remember. How like he was fast, he was kind of cocky, but you couldn't hit him, and he was just he was on another level. And it kind of gave me that feeling, like especially when he was like, "Watch, checkmate," (laughs) and then he just called it, and dude went to sleep. And then he he was even in the car, like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go, you know, do the Olympics, then I'm gonna go pro." It's like he kind of already had it in his mind. And you have we've already seen it displayed where it's like, oh no, no, this guy's got a chance. He already he's already boxing Golden Glove. We've seen mm-hmm. him kind of like deconstruct the boxer. Like he's he's got a really good shot. And not only that, it doesn't seem that he's using Donnie. It's almost like we're a pair. Like, you know, right. like we we hang out together, maybe we train together, or you know, you we go to these events together, that's what we do. Um, but then also with the sneaking out, it's kind of already alluded to that Mama Creed don't really well. T- I guess technically her last name ain't Creed, but you know what I mean. Like Mama Creed ain't too keen on Dame, right? <laughs> well, it, I also thought that was really good writing too, in the sense of she wouldn't be like yeah. nobody thinks that Felicia Rashad, aka Claire Huxtable, aka yep. the Queen. Who was raised in the '60s and you know came up in the '70s and you know went through the '80s, raised her kids and then raised another kid in the '90s would ever 
be like, this is a good dude to hang with, right? Right. Yeah. Of anything. And I, I think it's I think it was some great writing to kind of use that. Like um the whole idea of her sort of dissuading them to not be together, because that's that's your past. Now we now you in this house, you with me, this is how you, you know, navigate yeah. the world. It's such a it, it, it's such a meaty thing to me and it really helps um push that narrative forward of why these two dudes got to fight at the end why there's some so much animosity 18 years of animosity because of because of you know a mistake Donnie made um a mistake Dane made and a mistake that the queen mother made right yeah. like and it's weird because it's also all those mistakes are understandable Yes. It's like, you know, you know, and uh, the, as someone who's been abused, I can understand being like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not seven no more. I got I got the power to, you know, and you don't remember me, do you? So I, I kind of get that. So it's like it's right. an understandable mistake. Then on Dave's part, he's like, yo, my boy getting jumped on. I ain't going to let this happen. Right. You know, so I get that. But then I also get the parent, you know, the parent in me is like, look. You gotta let him go. You know what I'm saying? This boy is trouble, and I know you love him. That's great, but he gotta, you know, that's your past. You gotta move on because this man gonna have you in in jail. Which is, I can see back and see that. I can see that thought process. And you know, that's the other part on this is is in setting up for the fact that once again. In this Naruto kind of way, there are no actual true villains. There are misunderstood, complex people who make extreme decisions. Yeah. Good or yeah. bad. And I think it's really important that we have that distinction because it makes a movie that, in my opinion, still a fairly predictable story. I think we all can agree to that. But the nuances of it are actually what make the shift so much more significant. So initially you go like okay dame is going to be the clear villain uh you know going into it but as you guys said the line of actions that occurred to lead him to this point yeah. completely makes sense uh, outside of his horrible lawyer that he had clearly because 18 <laughs> years on a gun charge uh unless oh. this kid already had like dumb crazy priors like yeah, that's he, a murder he, charge he didn't have no lawyer you know he ain't had no lawyer and they tacked on two years probably because he probably broke somebody's nose in there. So Right. I'm sure right. he probably he I'm sure he probably knocked somebody out. They didn't explain it, but I don't know if they tacked on two years. I feel like he'd been out and he set this up. Oh, you know what? That makes that throws a whole nother layer onto this. I ain't even think about it like that. It would Yo, make sense if as he to was why out we ended up in twenty seventeen sitting back. Mm-hmm. Watching, waiting, like okay, so he he get the he get the belt right. He beat right. Felix, who is not built for this. He beat up Felix, yo. And then we go to the beach and we confront him, like yo, what's up, man? You you setting dudes up, like what's the deal? And he got all these boys with him. Like when when the movie starts, he got his prison clothes on. He looked like he just came from Alcatraz with uh Eastwood, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he keep dressing like that for a minute. Like, oh man, I'm down and out and I don't have nothing, you know, that kind of thing. But I feel like that was all part of the setup. Cause once he get the belt, 
He Yo, he's got beat. people. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I was, he had a cut man and all that. Bro, yeah. I was thinking that I was like, bro, you're a one, you're a one-time professional winner, maybe two at best. Yeah. How you got all these people? Who? Wait, wait, what money did you get from this? Because even if this was your, which didn't make any sense, but you know we don't care about the sense. Like even if you got your title fight, like you're not getting broken off on your first major fight for like. Fifty million dollars. You probably get like five hundred k or something like that. How you got all these people gathered probably in a day? Even, probably not even that, because Donnie right. was telling them, "Look, man, like I, I'm sure that purse wasn't big at all. Like on right. son, he had the breezy on the couch too, son. Right, he was, he was chilling. Right. So that was the setup to to get the way he wanted to go. Which again, yeah. another understandable plot point, because like I've been down for eighteen years. I got one shot. I got this dude that I was with back in the day came all the way up. Took my then, life. Right, right. Also with my life, which is, you know, to me sound like something he told himself. He, he knows yeah. more. But, of course. But like with my life, and I got I and, and I know that this is Lil Donnie. So I'ma watch him a little bit. I'ma chill a little bit and see what happens. And you know, he got these up uh, these other criminals in his head too. Cause it's not like <laughs> these dudes was like, you know, happy go lucky friends. You know, it's not it's not Cole and Tommy he was hanging nope. with. He was hanging with straight <laughs> thugs, right? So <laughs> he was straight, he was hanging with some real dudes. Right. So he got he got some dudes and they and he wasn't no he wasn't soft in the first place. So I feel like that's the setup. I I kind of would have liked for them to go just a little bit into the setup, which would have made yeah. him an even more complex villain. But um, in my mind, I think it, definitely there's a setup. I think mm. they probably didn't go into the setup because it would have made him seem more of the clear cut villain. You know, liar right. reveal is always just like yeah sinister you you can't take it away so once you do that it goes i don't care whatever happened to him like finish that dude like right, needs to be right. done and yeah cancel that chick but uh <laughs> i do want to i want to give i want to give a shout out to our two leading men in this yo michael b jordan took a role that he's already done twice and he didn't make it look stale so shouts to him for that and then with jonathan majors man I, I know some people who unfortunately had to spend some time with the state. And when I say some time, I'm not talking about little time. And there is that kind of jitteriness that he had mm -hmm. is real. That kind of like, kind of, I don't know if jittery is the word, but kind of like fidgety, kind of, and always looking over the shoulder. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Never it, it's real and even when you kind of feel bad for your friend or i guess old friend or whatever you kind of feel bad like yo man it's cold you know we cold like chill they they don't be chilling they always be it's always like you know and so he he came across with that like especially in the diner like in a yeah. really good way and the only time he ever seemed disarmed really was when he had to meet the uh the daughter right right you can feel the tension under the surface from your people that just got out or that, yeah. that had recently yeah. been in. You can feel like tense muscles almost. Um, like I went to see my brother in the halfway house one time and you know, he, my brother was a chill cat. You know what I'm saying? One of the coolest dudes I know. Very similar to like this relationship these cats had. 
and um you could feel it man the, the tension is almost in the air you could almost smell it it's just like yo uh, i'm trying to you just know they're struggling to figure it out a little bit yeah so no, that that thing got me and even the way he played him even into the final fight uh and i'll touch on that because just for a second he had a look on his face it might have been after the second round or whatever he had a look on his face and i actually felt sorry for him to where i was like he needs this like i like i thought to myself i was like he needs this like donnie Yo, don't need this like i felt I like, like and when i mean when i mean he needs it's like this is all he has he has the, yeah this is what he's dreamt about for for years like you've got the you know you got the mansion you know the, the business you got the, you know beautiful baby girl you know wife you know your mom well sorry his mom has passed but you know you you kind of have your foundation and stuff set he he needs this and i almost felt like man give it to him just let him have it you know i kind of because not that i wanted him to win but i just i just kind of felt bad for him because mm-hmm. he always talks so much about donnie being alone but it's like nah man you alone like right. you ain't got nothing I got family, people that love me, care for me. You know, they looking for me to come home and stuff. But you, you ain't got nothing. And for a second, I felt bad for him. Like, man, like just let him have it. Like, I, I kind of felt like that for a second. Like, that's how well he played the role. <laughs> no, but I was you know what? it's true. Oh, like, I'm sorry, but like, whenever you started doing, they started, uh, especially with the um, the symbolisms in the middle of the match. Like, there was a point, like, because. Uh, uh, Donnie was whooping on him, like <laughs> yeah. up whooping on him. So this it this is where the ironic part of of this whole movie because almost nine times out of ten the protagonist is getting their butt whooped the entire time until like the last two quarters where they find the strength and overcome and yada yada yada. But in this situation, it was just like. Straight out match. Like this is the difference between the boxer who's still been in practice versus the one that has been, you know? And in that moment, there was almost this period where you're just like, if they flipped it around where they were like, okay, you know, Damien gets his vengeance after mm-hmm. all this buildup, and then you see peace from him, and maybe he even apologizes or something like that. It could be like, this would still be a good movie. Even if Adonis lost, and you go with it, almost, almost, and I, I, I could see them having done that, and it would still would have worked perfectly well because you can yeah, feel for it, Damien. It would have still been satisfying. I agree. Like I would have, I would have went for it. Now, who would I have done it if I wrote it? Hell no. But Absolutely not right. <laughs> when my man, when my man started talking on, uh, uh, um, and Stephen A. was like, he been talking about your family and your daughter yeah. and your, you know. Mom, I'm done after that. I got to whip you after that. But, <laughs> he was like, run it. Yeah. Oh, man. Look, I, I done seen it twice. <laughs> right? Bruh, he and both times, the when those fools said run it, I said run it at the same time. I was like, yo. <laughs> look, that's, 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 that's when black men... Is writing the thing for you, man. Like yeah. I, when I when I I see Ryan Cool and I just smile real quick. Like you wrote that for me, dog. Um, <laughs> uh, but also, cool. another... he was like, he was like, hey, man, look, let's let's not do it here. 
And he tried, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I tried right, he tried his best. It's, a, it's also, again, a testament to such great nuanced writing here is like um, every even if we go on with all the Creed movies, every Creed movie, he's getting kind of whipped or he's he has a challenge worthy of becoming the, you know, like that that line, become the person you need to be to accept that challenge or whatever. That's mm -hmm. that's how you got to be things. And he the first two times, that's exactly what he had to do here is similar but at the same time this dude clearly don't have nothing for donnie donnie is a seasoned vet at this yeah. point not only yeah. is he a good fighter and an agile fighter but he's a smart fighter at yeah. this point in time. and like as much as it, the commentators had me laughing in the last fight because that one dude was like <laughs> i mean Don, Donnie hasn't been in the ring for three years, and and this guy who won one fight yesterday was by cheating at that too. By Yo, super cheating. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that cheating too. I was like, I was like, are you serious right now, commentator dude? Like for <laughs> real, bro. Like this dude who came out of jail and won one fight is amazing. Donnie's gonna have so much trouble, and I thought it was brilliant. It is such. What's the word? Genuine, the the genuineness of the writing. Because if the, if he did have something for Donnie, it might have been a little disingenuous. Because Donnie was the man, and well, it you, makes you sense. Saw he he had a couple of you know he caught him a couple of times, but it was clear that he would Listen, do something new, and Donnie would figure it out, and then he would he try to do something Donnie, new, and then Donnie would figure that out again. And then you he know, caught Donnie a couple times, but Donnie shrugged every one of those hits off. It wasn't yep. never like like when Donnie fought Pretty Ricky Conlon oh. in the first movie. Pretty Ricky had it over him. You yeah, know, Pretty he Ricky did. was like that Pretty loss. Was hurting. That right, that loss didn't even feel bad because he was just outclassed at that point. And then right. when he was fighting Drago, Drago was hurting him, like hurting him, hurting him, and. He, you know, I mean, he rose to the challenge because he learned, especially when he learned how to box it inside. But like that was a that was a struggle. Whereas this this was like it, I ain't gonna say it was light work, but this was like another. This was this was a day at your job. Like you, you adversity is here. Let's go. And he he took it like yeah. a man. Both both of them did what they had to do, but Dame just. You ain't got it, bro. You didn't have it at this point. I, I will say, though, I do love his Kung Fu monkey style of boxing. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. dope. Um, Rashad told me some of that was from an actual anime. I, I, yeah. I can't remember the name of the anime, but he was like that sway back and forth kind of thing. Like that was from uh, an actual anime. But also, I saw he was kind of using 52 blocks, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he just, he just got out of prison. Like. <laughs> yep. Because it was, yo, and that fight against Felix, bro, look, I was in the, I was in the, in the seat watching, and I, I almost stood up like I was at a real fight because I was like, oh, come on. I was like, <laughs> when he did the knee move, I was like, yo, come, what, what is this? I was like, I was, I was expecting the to talk to the ref. I was like, I was like, yo, man, you see this? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yo, man, when he, when he kept terrorizing that arm, I was like, bruh, I was like, he gonna whip that arm into shape. <laughs> <laughs>
Look, I say, man, look, Phyllis, you gonna let you you gonna let your mama get you messed up, dog. Like <laughs> your mama gonna get you messed up, dog. Don't listen to your mama, Felix. Felix didn't look like a heavyweight to me. No, just, nah. Like, I mean, this dude's gonna fight Drago. I mean, I feel like they kind of did you a, a service. <laughs> Drago oh, was gonna shit. kill this dude. <laughs> Yo. And shouts to uh shouts to the the event that they invited him to. Like mm. which which kind of leads leads to your theory of him planning this out for like a long time because like you know you get this kind of tender moment with um with Tessa um sorry uh, can't remember yeah. Uh, yeah. uh Bianca where he's like you know don't you miss it but then she's also talking about like you know knowing how to you know when to move on and kind of let stuff stuff go and then kind of like enjoy it in another way and stuff so because mm-hmm. that there's a thread of that in this film too and you know you see him look at some dudes and i was like what? what's about to pop off and i was like oh of course <laughs> like, yo that yo, they had it. Yo, Drago ain't hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? He, I mean, well, I mean, he's hurt somebody, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Listen, that dude went in on Drago. Dang, man. Like you had to you had to concuss the man too. Dang, you couldn't just bust his hand up. Just yet. bust his hand, nope. Right. Yeah. That's that's how you know he was with them real criminals, right? Like he went yep. in there with the baton. Like they had a metal detector. I guess do 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 studio parties have like metal detectors anymore? I like, mean, metal- they're at I least mean, exclusive. Yeah, I've gone to yes. But- <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, we don't, like the dudes, the dudes, uh, the dudes with the suit be having a wand on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Maybe it was fiberglass. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe you know what I'm saying. I mean, hey, let's keep it real. You know, some people will turn the turn a you know turn a blind eye for a couple of dollars. You know maybe he had people. Maybe he had people at the door. Like we don't know. Yep. We don't know how deep Dan plans his two year plan to destroy Donnie was yep. going. <laughs> Yo, man, when, when he, I was like, why he keep looking? And then I was like, oh, here we go, man. And then I was like, well, I was like, I guess, I guess we know how he gonna get that title fight then. I love how he manipulated Donnie too. Like, I mean, Apollo, what made Apollo take a, you know, take a chance on a on a bum like Rocky? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, wait, you manipulating kids? Like, really, bro? Yo, he sure did. And shout oh, also shouts to uh Dame for being slick. Like Dame always wore the the sweat, the sweatpants and the sweatshirt and all that. I'm like, you can still tell he big. But look, when he came to the fight though, <laughs> yo, I know Felix was like, oh hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Yo, you been having you had sweatshirts on all the time, man. I ain't know. I thought you was just wearing extra shirts. I didn't know you was big like this. Like I can big, big. <laughs> Yo, he, he had to know at the weigh-in, though. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. At the weigh-in, he had to know. So yeah, Felix was a little arrogant, and I was like, Felix, you was trained by Duke, bro. You don't, you ain't built for this. Yeah. Yo man, yo hold up, you ain't got to do Avon Barksdale like that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's not Avon though, that's Duke though, that's Lil Duke. It's not even Big Duke, that's Lil oh, Duke. Oh, it's cold. Lil Duke, I got my, I have theories on Lil Duke. Lil Duke a hater, first of all, that's oh, first snap. and foremost. Lil Duke a hater. 
even every time i don't even know how to get new boxes in duke gyms because whenever duke see somebody new he said man that dude ain't worth it we ain't doing this no <laughs> like i don't want him in here every time think about all three movies even when donnie first went up in the in in, mm -hmm. in creed one what he said you ain't built for this you can't do it here you gotta fight for life i was like come maybe on maybe that's bro. maybe that's his his reverse psychology to get you to work harder <laughs> or something <laughs> i guess yeah, you duke, gotta work hard before dame even revealed himself duke was hating already nah you don't owe this dude nothing like that's my homeboy he just got out of jail can we let him sweep up dang like, yeah i'd have been because like, <laughs> like, first thing i would have been like i'd have been like all right man we'll check it i know you fresh out look you, you know what i'm saying you're keeping on you for a job do you have a job because i could just put you on the payroll and give you your papers right now Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I know because I know what they'll what they'll do is say you ain't got a job in two weeks or whatever, violate you and put you back in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not saying not saying that I know, I'm just saying I know. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So it's like, Yo, you, need, you need a job, you know what I'm saying? Because I could put you on the rolls real quick. He's like, nah, I'm all right, Donnie, I'm cool. I just wanna Look. I just wanna box. Duke hate him, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Duke been hating the whole time. Duke only really messed with Nani after Rocky stopped messing with him. Duke was like, he um, saw an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that, don't get me wrong. I like Duke. You know what I'm saying? He like, he like your whack uncle. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's no, cold. He, he, he not, but he 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 was telling truth. He was like, yo, he was like, this man showed you who he was. You know what I'm saying? When he when he was sparring with Felix, that was when he threw that cheap shot on him. I was like, come on, man. I was like, first, we, we I, I, feel, I feel Duke, but Duke was only able to have that insight because he was a hater already. <laughs> <laughs> he had pre-hateration in his blood. Great hateration. <laughs> <laughs> now, to Felix, I Felix was, he, he was feeling, but he, he came he came in he had the the women like feeding him grapes or something i can't remember all i know is he had two shorties on him he had the the uh the uh the dude coming out with smoke and everything like ah see that's how you knew it. that's how you knew it was over too like whenever right, too much <laughs> right yeah like whenever whenever you have like way too much cool stuff coming on in your intro it's like ah oh, here we go like, <laughs> like man you also Sandra like, Death Warrant. I'm like, so you learning from Creed and Duke, and you you not seeing this whole arm thing going down? Like, come on. He got that one good shot and took his tooth out. And after that, it was over. <laughs> yo. He took that tooth out. He was like, yo, I right, let me murder this man. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he would not. I, I felt bad because I was like, yo, Felix was not ready for this. And you're right. His mama did get him in trouble. I but I mean, I guess, too hard. I guess, also, I guess business-wise, you can't wait for that payday. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know, man. Like, I just even Duke. I mean, yes, he might have been hating from the sidelines, but I mean, still, he was right. He was like, <laughs> he was like, don't let that man in the ring. I mean, he was he was right, but like at the same time, I feel like it was less about protecting Felix and more about hate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't like him. That's how I feel. I feel like if he loved Felix like he like he act like he did, he'd have trained him better. Oh, 
you know what? Also, Felix been fighting them, fighting them regular. You know what I'm saying? Just regular, regular dudes at the gym too much. I'm saying I don't know. I don't know. What I would have liked to see another Felix fight because I just, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't get it. Heavyweight champion in the world, I don't get it. And he was undisputed, wasn't he? I think he was undisputed when he. He did. He, he hold like two, three belts or something. I think. Oh, yeah. He had the. He had the. He had the. Oh, right, right. That's true. He had the. Um, the the combination, which also didn't make sense. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, why would you get the combination um, championships after one fight? Wouldn't it just be in that particular? Um, Try. Yeah. You know, I was like, why would he get all three? I was like, that would make no kind of sense. I, I feel like. I feel like we they cut some some more fights out too. Like yeah. I feel like like they said he was he had like one he was one and oh and I don't know why they went with that, but like I feel like we we're missing like ten fights. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah we're probably we're probably missing a kind of uh a win montage of him mm-hmm. like kind of like slaying opponents and then like him continually talking about how you know, like him talking about, you know, Donnie's, uh, Donnie's and all mama that. and stuff and everything. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, saying Bianca need to be with a real man. No, it's fine. <laughs> like, you need to be with a real man. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I do, I do think that when we get to the fight, and we've seen, you know, little, little influences, but when they do that kind of like super anime yeah. situation, I was like, oh, this is kind of sweet. Like it, it, it took me out of the film for a second. And I was like, but only in a way where I was like, oh, snap, I see what y'all doing. And then like when they came back and they were like round 11, I was like, oh, snap, I get it. I see. I was like, man, y'all, I was like, y'all killing it. I was like, I was just like, y'all, y'all killing. I love that, especially at the end of the round, how they brought everything back, the lights, the you know, every, I was, yeah, like, I was like, this is, I was like, this is awesome. This is a, a really cool way to pull this off without it looking kind of cheesy, right, right. It didn't look like it, it, this is where again you separate from what would already be a predictable story and actually now make it unique in and of itself. Though I'm not gonna lie. Uh, all, all, all the shots kind of made me angry on the inside, not for the movie, mm-hmm. but it made me angry at literally every movie made uh, from an anime, how much they failed to be able to <laughs> look like an anime. And you got one film that's got nothing to do with it, and yet they've been able to p- perform it out almost perfectly, where it still feels realistic while simultaneously you see the movement. And I'm just like, yeah, because you, you get the it? symbolism immediately like, oh, okay. So this is just like the the way they're experiencing this is without any fanfare and it's you know it's just them that's it right and you you kind of get that across even when they're looking at each other uh you know in their corners when you see like the child version of them and stuff i was just like yo mm-hmm. this is i was like this is awesome this is well done i, I was feeling it for real i was like i was like dang like i saw when donnie saw him as, as a young person I was like, oh man, wait, you catching feelings? You're gonna lose this round. And then they go to Dame and he's seeing Donnie as that same kid. And I was like, oh no, y'all both catching feelings. And then the double punch. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was great. The double punch I mean, was sweet. 
double punch the Goku, you know, uh, yeah, the uh, Goku Vegeta. Vegeta, that's Vegeta, yeah. The Goku Vegeta, like solar plexus punch. Uh, and then even in the beginning, when he was fighting pretty Ricky, and he's like seeing the opening, and yeah, still, yeah. man, like I will say, I want Michael B. Jordan to direct some more movies because that I mean, this is the this is almost the least of what he can do in film if he's yeah. using any influence. And I would, I can, I want to see him blossom. Like, let's go. Yeah, that the way he pulled this together is on point. I, I'm interested to see. Look, I'm, I'm gonna give Michael B. Jordan his credit as a director, but I, once again, I'm gonna give Ryan Coogler, who I might still consider probably will go down as the best director. If you want to say action, if you want to say dramatic, but I think he'll go down as one of the best directors if not the best director producer all time, because I can also see the influences that Michael B. Jordan got from watching Coogler all these years. I mean, Agreed. since they've been making movies for well over a decade now together. Yeah. And I remember when uh, they announced that uh, Michael B. Jordan was going to direct it. And uh, I remember a couple of people saying, well, it's his first time. And I'm like, well, I mean, yes and no, because it's not like it's his first time. He's not alone. He, his, one of his friends is one of the best directors yes. in the game right now. Like, this is not a problem. Like, he can easily call up, you know, Ryan Coogler and be like, hey, uh, so I got this idea. What do you think? He'd be like, oh, yeah, push it like this and do it yeah. like that. Nah, right, cool. And that's it. Like, it, it, it's not the same as, like, say, some person who's only done, say, you know, like, college student films. And now they're getting a big break. You know, right, it's right. much different. You know, like you got Ryan Coogler who you can always lean on for like any, you know, explanation, understanding, whatever. And, you know, then you got a cast of people. You got, you know, Tessa, you got Felicia Rashad, you got Jonathan Majors, you got, you know, your boy, uh, uh, I cannot remember his name, Avon Boxdale. Um, oh, Wood Harris. Oh, yeah, Woody yeah, Harris. Wood Harris. So it's, you got, man, you got, tons of dope actors and even the little girl who comes through to the point where she's on she surprised me in the same way the young lady in um the logan film surprised me oh um, yeah yeah because i was like i was like oh right. his kid grew up uh let me guess the cute kid thing but then as it went on i was like you know what i love this kid I was, like, <laughs> I was like, this kid is awesome. Just like the same with uh, when I saw the trailer for Logan, I was like, oh, God, here we go. Protect the kid storyline. And then when you saw the movie, you're like, oh, whoa. I mean, yeah, she needs protection, but maybe from herself? Because <laughs> this kid is crazy. But then, you know, the, the whole thing with like how she was signing and you could like see her body posture and everything come through. This this movie, all of the actors and actresses come through, man. Like I'm I'm not so you take the direction plus the anime influences, you know, plus the acting that was on point. I was like, yo, this this thing is I mean, Jason already saw it twice. He he knows what's up. You know, like, he, like this this movie is on point. And I would have seen it twice if I didn't have to like travel this weekend. Like this movie is a great way unless they're making another one i mean i guess they can always make i mean one. i think they're gonna make another one this one's gonna make its money i think there's no doubt that they'll bring a fourth one now when it happens who knows but i i i think 
again, it, I would not be surprised if they're like, we're going to match um, the amount of Rocky movies that got made. So we're talking oh, about at least wow. seven Rocky movies, you know? The only thing Rocky. is, um, I think they'll probably be better. Oh, no, 100%. Uh. <laughs> oh, no, 100%. I, we're not going to get a, a horrible, well, even I didn't really think Rocky Five was as bad as people said it was. It was stupid, oh, but yeah, wasn't I, I was about to say, like, don't, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You can't, you can't fight a street fighter fight. <laughs> <laughs> But I do think that they're going to, I think there's, I think there's the advantage that one, Michael B. Jordan, which Michael B. Jordan being a young director, young actor still, and just getting into his prime now, I think is a huge asset to being able to develop. So we don't have to get to 60 year old Michael B. Jordan trying to just like make the most out of a weird situation that doesn't make any sense. Oh, you mean like with James Torver or something like that? Right, exactly. You know, it's like, oh yeah, twenty-something-year-old goes against a sixty-nine-year-old boxer that d- has a chin of steel, apparently. But, <laughs> but like, I, I think they'll make this go. Though, I think the funniest thing about this movie is the fact that Jonathan Majors plays the like the big brother character, even though Michael B. Jordan is older than Jonathan Majors. I don't know why <laughs> that just makes me <laughs> laugh. But Michael B. Jordan, 36. Jonathan Majors, 31, 32, 33. Oh, wow. Ah. But uh, (laughs) I will say, you know what I'm saying? If if you knock Polly down, Try why are you trying knocking me down? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, that movie. I like, I like the Tommy Gun movie. It, it, the Tommy it Gun movie is so so bad and good at the same time. I, I can't like, front like I haven't seen it. Touch me and I'll see. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the street fighting aspect of it is is because so usually I do a Rocky Marathon and then move on, <laughs> and I just did it. And what I love, I'm a, I'm a sucker for continuity, especially if I love the characters. And uh, having Rocky become a street fighter now that he has brain damage and stuff and, and whatever, it's just so dope <laughs> so to me. I was like, I got to take it to the street, man. He ain't got no other recourse. <laughs> Yo, man, he he knocked that dude into the trash and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. He was knocking him into the gate, you know. Yep. So Tommy like he thought he had him, but I was like, Yeah, Tommy, you you know you're a boxer or whatever, but you don't remember Rocky was a thug in these streets, boy. Yep, you know what I'm saying? He was right. chasing chickens. You know what I'm saying? You I'm don't saying, know about that. He wasn't he, he was a he was a mob enforcer back in the day. Like he, he yep. was a collection agent. So when they need to collect on, you know, old boy at the pier or whatever, they said Rocky. Mm-hmm. And, and he had put back on the hat and the leather jacket. I was like, yep. oh, thug Rocky, nah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't he didn't know that he was fighting a man that was like a piece of iron. You know what I'm saying? He, didn't, he, he should have known. <laughs> it literally had just happened. Like <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That was just that was just that, yo, man. You're you're fighting against a guy who stopped the Cold War. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> right. like, stop mean, it. He literally, like he literally de- defeated Russia. Like, he ran to the top of a mountain. Like yes, yes. Like, come on, man. It's like you, you're not going to beat him. But I do remember that that like that little warm up outfit that Tommy Gunn had on. He thought it was all that. 
Oh man, he had his Adidas. You know what I'm saying? His, his Nike uh, warm up on boy. He was couldn't tell him nothing. He had a little shorty with him and stuff. Yeah, he had Yo. his stuff. Yeah, he had that old shorty with him that Duke gave him. Um, oh, I mean, not Duke. Uh, uh, what's his name? Was his name Duke in the movie? What's his name, Duke? His name was Duke. Yo, I think his name was Duke in the movie. Hey, how many Dukes they got in, in, in the no, Rockets? Hey, man, they said, hey, Duke is a common teacher name. Let, let, we, we're going to have him rolling through here. <laughs> That's three Dukes. So Duke trained, old big Duke trained Apollo. Yep. Little Duke trained, well, I ain't giving him the credit, but technically, <laughs> Little Duke trained and, and And then the the evil Duke trained. <laughs> the evil Duke. And, you had Tommy Gunn was Tommy Gunn promoter. That's great. Were they all yeah. related? Like, what if they? Really? Were they all it's just a whole bunch of brothers named Duke in in oh. that. I don't know. Okay, so in my continuity now, Old Duke and Evil Duke was brothers, and they, they on either side. You know, they like the light side and the dark side of boxing. <laughs> True that. Yep, I'm down with that. I, I'm, I'm willing. To, I'm willing to go through. Go with that. <laughs> but yeah, I so I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw it the gift. Final thoughts and where can people find you? Oh man, yo, this movie. I I think obviously a great debut for for Michael B. Jordan in terms of directing. Um, again, I think this is also the start of a new generational cycle of anime influences being significant components of our films coming up uh, because a lot of this generation. I know there's our generation that watch anime, but this generation like lives through it culturally. Uh, and I think we'll see more of that in our action movies uh, as, as the time comes. So man, big shout outs to them for, for showing it more and actually paying attention to that. You can find me uh, at gift time rugby on Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, check out the HBCU Rugby Classic, March 31st uh, to April 2nd in Washington, D.C. at Howard University. Definitely want to check it out. Uh, and if you can't make it, we'll have it streaming, but it's going to be better to feel it live than it will be to see it on the screen and sit in the regret. Get the tickets on HBCURugbyClassic.com. What up, what up, what up? And Mr. Reed, final thoughts, where can they find Man, Just superior filmmaking, man. As always, from from the Kugel camp, and and you know by by uh, very much wanted extension, uh, the Michael B. Jordan camp. Um, I absolutely agree with Gift over here. Like we are in total agreement. The anime influence is much wanted, much warranted. Um, and I, I I really hope that is there's more to more to come, especially from Michael B. Jordan. And um, yes, all the way, thumbs all the way up for Creed 3, man. Like, I every once in a while, we we get a movie that just feels like it was for us. Like, for, mm -hmm. for old black men. <laughs> and young black men alike. And man, I I love it. I love it to death. Creed, the Creed trilogy is close to my heart, man. Like, That's oh, one bone I do have to pick, though. Um, Ryan Coogley, you gotta stop killing the the Queen Mother, bruh. Right? Yeah, like, what is it? What, like, <laughs> like, Enough. Yeah, like, look, Ryan, uh, all right, Ryan, look, we can have more motivations than just people dying. 
Well, I mean, you can kill off people, but stop killing off the queens. Is the legendary queen Angela? Then Felicia? Like, hey, come all on, he got man. left is uh, what's your name? Felicia's sister. <laughs> Felicia's <Debbie> sister. <laughs> oh, Debbie Allen. Yep. Exactly. Come on, man. Um, like, but, but nah, I love it anyway. Um, you can find me at 133art.com. That's the hub. Um, at 133art or 133art publishing on all social media. You know, rock with us. What up, what up? Uh, I guess my final thoughts would be that this movie, for me, has not only cemented you know, Kugler and Michael B. Jordan, but also done a great job to make Creed its own thing. Like, mm-hmm. no longer does he have, I mean, of course he has ties to Rocky, but no longer does it have, kind of like we said earlier, the weight of Rocky and any of his, like, you know, um, maybe family stuff or his thoughts and whatever. This is completely based on what's gone on with adonis and that's it um and there was a lot of weight in it a lot of you know a lot of emotion and even in the end you know we see you know two brothers they went at went at it but at the end he said look man you know where to find me you know and i mean he sat down with him and you know you could see that you know they both was like yo i'm sorry how things went down back then so i love this movie this movie is top notch like you know like jason said thumbs all the way up uh i this this is what we need all right so all right so michael b jordan i know you i know you listen to the podcast so um uh next movie you and you and jonathan majors can do some other stuff uh don't waste no time strike while the iron's hot y'all need to go on and do like james cameron and film like three movies at a time Joining, I don't even care what y'all do. Like next time, y'all can y'all can do something in space. Y'all can be some, you know, I don't know, assassins or something. Y'all can do a rom com. Just you know, spread it around. Do some do some what different stuff. Could, what y'all could do is um, research uh, black comics, the black comics. Oh uh, yes, uh, mm-hmm. um, and y'all could come find one three three art um, or any of the various other black comic entities, indie comic entities. And there's a wealth of characters and information and stories for y'all to come and put in the Hollywood since y'all got y'all producers and director hats on. You know what? And since you said that, before I sign off, I'm going to say this. You got, I'd love to see y'all, you know, do some time traveling stuff. You got retcon. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could do some more. You could do some more superhero type stuff. You could do something like One Nation. I mean, y'all already got the, y'all got the Ripley muscles. So come on now. You know what I'm saying? Then, uh, Right while the muscles is hot. You know what I'm saying? Then, then if you want to get, you know, your supernatural horror or something, you got Crescent City Monsters. You know what I'm saying? Uh you you know, if you want to do if you want to do a, a period piece, you know what I'm saying? You could do Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer, get y'all producer on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This then of course, I mean, y'all always got something for the kids. You got Pac Samson out there. You know what I'm saying? Don't sleep. You know what I mean? I mean, look, there's there's options out there for it. You know what I'm saying? So you know, don't sleep. Don't don't forget that Black Comics has a wealth of you know what I'm saying a wealth of content that you don't have to go to the big two for you know what I'm saying and give you a chance to you know keep it fresh you know what I'm saying spread you know hashtag Black Dollars let's go (laughs) so 
So, N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, podcast, all that jazz. And until next time, until the next achievement or until the next knockout, we're just saying peace. Peace.